Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the voice of the New Orleans Saints, Mike Hoss. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this evening. What's up, Michael? By the way, the uh, I did a show earlier today with the fine people with uh, – Clay Travis, the 360 podcast, said to say hello to you. And I said, well, I'm going to talk to him in a little while. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've been doing tra- uh, quite some time. Um, first of all, before we get into Saints and Sean Payton, your thoughts on, on Tom Brady. Uh, my goodness, uh, to see that career and what he was able to do, Mike, uh, I, I think longevity does have its place in our world. For him to play like he has the last three years, uh, you know, 44, 45, 46 years old, it's remarkable uh, because we've never seen something like this before. People say, well, George Blander did it. No, George Blander was a kicker, kicker and yeah. a backup quarterback at that age. He was no starter player in the, in the NFL. He was a kicker. And we saw Warren Moon get into his 40s. Uh, as a player, I think he was like forty-two. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't last this long. And right. uh, man, to throw a football, man, Warren Moon could throw it as well as anybody. But yeah, your thoughts on on Brady? Well, it's tough. I mean, you've, we've watched this guy our basically our adult lives, yeah, and he's seven much. rings, and so we've we've seen him, quite frankly, uh, humbled at his worst when the Saints would play him in the regular season. I mean, he's, there's only two teams he's got a losing record to, and that's Seattle and the Saints. And so we've seen him we've seen him kind of age a little bit. And then we've also seen the playoff game here, and then we saw the 13-point turnaround with five minutes to play this past year. So we've seen so much of the complete ups and downs of the aging Tom Brady and still the Tom Brady Tom Brady. But, I mean, it's it's, it's been an amazing career, and – you know, I'll believe it when they kick off next year. You know, until that time, I, I just don't know. I just, I'm just. Michael, I'm, I'm I think numb. it's it for him. I, I really think it's this is it for him. I, I think you come to a reality, and I get it. Uh, I left the job, and I said I'll never have a part-time job again. <laughs> and look, look what happened. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it took me a couple of years uh, because uh, I had a good time. Well, your wife kicked you out of the house. Yeah, well, we found out uh, <laughs> coexisting uh, 365, 52 weeks out of the year wasn't good for both of us. Uh, and so this, this it, we worked out a good arrangement between us. But uh, I think this is really it for, for Tom. I think you hear it in his voice. 
and you you saw that video, I, I think I think it's over for him. Well, and uh, Hoss, uh, Hoss, what do you think about this? I, I think this always look at the glass. How does it have full? How does it benefit the Saints? I think the NFC South's wide open now. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I don't know. Oh, in, the very history, much so. in the history of football, uh, y'all, maybe y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, because you would think they would have at least one quarterback in the NFC South right now who'd be highly thought of. Okay, think about, okay, who, who, who's the quarterback now that Tom Brady's not going? Okay, you got it, it, Kyle Trask. And then if Blaine and, Gabbard and comes Blaine back. And Blaine Gabbard coming uh, uh, back. Okay, who, who do you have with Atlanta right now? Are you, you going to go Desmond with the, Ritter, the, the, the Virgin? Uh, uh, played what, three okay. or four games? Sam Darnold and, and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton to me might be the best of the bunch. I mean, so right now, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of teams in the, we're going to have the drive and you have free agency. A lot of changes can be made. But right now, the NFC South seems wide open, Hoss. It is wide open. And there's not a ton of. You guys have seen the list. You look at the quarterbacks who are free agents. There's, I mean, it's, it's, there's nobody out there that's going to you know, reignite a franchise. Now, Atlanta and Carolina draft certainly higher than the Saints, but Carolina and, and, and Atlanta both drafted quarterbacks last year. So I agree. I mean, it is completely – I mean, you think the NFC South was kind of a misnomer last year. Well, let's see what it is this coming year. Now, who, who, who could tell, right? Who knows? Because the NFC South would take turns. One team would win it, win it all, then the next team would come in and win it all. It was uh, – they, they were tough. They just took turns. And this year they all didn't take turns. One guy could change together. that is if – Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers could somehow make a deal for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, well, we only us can only we can have Lamar Jackson. He can't go to no <laughs> damn Falcons or Tampa Bay. No, 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 Bobby's been talking about man. Oh, if he God. goes to the Falcons, oh, no, that no. would be it. He'd be the second uh, coming of Michael Vick. He'd be uh, like I want to do sports star. talk that day. He'd if rock, that would happen, he'd be a rock star in Atlanta. He'd be truly like an Atlanta Braves play, uh, uh, player when they went to all those World Series. Uh, when that, that it's either Georgia football or Atlanta Brave baseball, you get a Lamar Jackson. It'd be like the second coming of Michael Vick. How they would be ecstatic. Now, the Ravens, I think they're going to franchise tag him and all that. Now, Hoss, with that being said, yeah, but he ain't going to be happy with no franchise. Tag. No, 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 no. Yeah. They're, they're, he's going to be he's going to be disgruntled. Uh, but Hoss, now Sean Payton going to Denver. Mike, what did Denver win last year? Four or five games? Okay. Uh, Hoss, the question I have for you right now, because you know we look at because we're familiar with Sean Payton, who has the chance uh, to get to 10 wins? It might not even happen uh, this year. Who has the chance to get to 10 wins quicker, the Saints or Russell Wilson and Sean Payton? The Saints. We don't play in the AFC West. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, some fans would think, though, uh, that they think Sean can work his magic with Russell Wilson like he did with Drew Brees. You remember, we went to the NFC Championship post-Katrina. And no one thought, none of us thought that would happen. We were 10 and 6. We end up being a number one seed, right? Right. But then what would we do? What about 07 and 08? 7 and 9? 7 and 9. We came back there's, down to earth. There's some growing right. pains. There's yeah. some growing pains. And I think, I think that Sean will make a big difference in that organization and with Russell Wilson. But the key, and he's already said it, the, the way that they're going to make Russell Wilson better is run the football. Just like when you look at the Saints in 06 in 09 and in 2018. They were top they were top seven rushing, top seven attempts. There were either one, two, or three rushing touchdowns in those three years when the Saints went to the NFC championship game. So if you can do that, you know, 
Russell had his two lowest rushing attempts for a year, back-to-back years of his career in 21 and 22. No, the, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing, uh, Hoss, let Russ cook. No, he burns the food. No. You don't want him to cook. You want him, because Sean Payton knows this. If they can run the ball, he envisions Russell Wilson in space. Because if you can run and you're bootlegging him, he's way more mobile than Drew Brees. Think of Russell Wilson. So that's when you're doing a one-two option. That's where Sean looks at it. If we can run the ball, Russell Wilson will have success. His ability to extend the play. He's never been really right. considered a runner. He's more of a scrambler type guy. To but, man, he wears you out. Right. Uh, if he starts that scrambling and running around, he wears you out, and he gives receivers a chance to get open. A much better chance. I agree. I mean, he just had – it was a rough situation. Here's a guy who threw 16 touchdowns last year, 11 interceptions. You go, oh, my gosh, 16-11? Well, two years ago, he threw 40 touchdowns. So he, he didn't, you know, he didn't get that bad that quick. Right. It was just a terrible situ, situation. And I think, Sean, there's, you know, there's a, if he, you know, Russell Cook, guess what? There's a new chef in the kitchen. And uh, Russell ain't in charge anymore. This is Sean's team now, and we know what's going to happen. And well, he's going to make it his team. And, and, and Russell Wilson, his personality, uh, he is not going to, he knows Sean Payton's there to make him the best he could be. And Russell Wilson knows. Uh, I got to freaking work out. I signed a five-year, $242 million contract. Yeah, $48 million a year. So he, he, he got on the phone with Sean. Sean, like, basically, like, please, uh, I, I want you to be my coach. I want you to come here. He was part of the recruiting process uh, to get Sean to Denver. Yeah, one of the first calls he got was from, from Russell. So I agree. I, I think he'll make Russell a better quarterback. He will make him uh, them a better offense. But, man, the, the cost that you paid – Three number ones, two number twos, two starters, two huge contracts, you know, and not a whole lot in the in the in the pipeline coming up draft wise. You're gonna have to really, man. He's gonna be stitching it together like a quilt for a couple of years. One of the things too is with a new owner, you know, he don't want to hear about new bad news. Okay, when you're a multi billionaire and all of them are today, but nothing like what Rob Walton is. Uh, patience, what uh, man? I don't want you to spell it. Even I, 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 I want to win now. Give me the experienced guy, been there, done that, and that's the guy I want to run this team. Uh, that's how he's run businesses in the past. And you know what? I want to win a championship, just like my brother-in-law uh, Stan Kroenke did with the Rams. So whatever it takes, I'm willing to pay. And not all money in the NFL is equal. Uh, people, oh, well, they say I'm playing with the same salary cap money. Okay, they're playing with that type money. But when it comes down to et cetera's, et cetera's, et cetera's, uh, a guy like Rob Walton can outspin anybody in the, in his NFL world. And I think that they are going to be automatically, just with, the, just with bringing Sean on and what he can do with Russell, automatically they're a player in their division, which is a tough division. But I do believe – they will be a, a, rec, a force to be reckoned within that division. I just do. And, and, Mike, the other thing, too, is he's got a built-in defense. That, that defense, yeah. Fangio pieced together years ago, and most of that is still intact. And that was a really good defense. I mean, they, they got taken to the cleanest this year because their offense couldn't do squat. But that defense is legit. 
Well, they only averaged yep. 16 points a game, which is dead last. I want to say it was dead last in the NFL. No, if your defense was only giving up 16 point, whatever it was, eight or nine. No, that's what you want, but not your offense. But, but look that. how many games were settled by what I think five points or less. Right, right. Uh, with the Broncos right. in the early part of the season, virtually every game, uh, it came down to the last drive. And they just couldn't do anything on the offensive side of the football. Uh, Mike, when when you look at this. Uh, Saints football team, I, th- I think certainly you got to clear up what you're going to do at quarterback. But I-, I think the two areas that you have to take a long look at this offseason, one is along your defensive line. Uh, defensive tackle-wise, you know, Anyamata right now unsigned. Same thing with Contavious Street. Uh, Marcus Davenport most likely will, will go somewhere else. Uh, you're going to have to rebuild that. And Ryan Nielsen not being there, so you need a new defensive line coach. And also think up front along the offensive line. People say, well, we got five good starters. Yeah, you get wiped out every year. I think you got to take a long look at bringing in some quality reserves. I did the study a couple years back. Offensive tackles and guards, they're the two most injured positions out in the football field, NFL and college football. You better have some depth there. And I think those two areas need to be looked at strongly this offseason. Well, definitely have it to the Saints and Bengals. The, you know, the offensive line looks three of them for the Bengals. Yeah, you got to have that depth. Right. You got to have depth, and you got to. I totally agree as far as needs of this team in the trenches. I go back to that Baltimore game when they just got manhandled on yep. both sides in the trenches. And, man, when you get beat, you know, in those two areas, and I'm, you know, like I say, that whole defensive front. A couple of those guys would we talk about it for two weeks and we wouldn't hear their name for five. Then another guy would you know, but you don't have the luxury people wise in this day and age with Davenport and Onyamana and all these guys that have an opportunity, especially a tackle. I mean and that, that those interior guys, I think they gotta get better there, gotta get better at least, you know, assuming that whatever happens with, with Pete uh on the offensive line, because you're right. I mean Calvin Flackmorton and, and Landon Young and all those guys, man, they're, you're, you're going to play. You're going to play a lot. Yeah, you know, they're getting better and they're getting more experience. And, uh, and Hoss, what is your take on this? Uh, I'm so glad Sean's not back at Fox. Because all of a sudden that had been hovering over the Saints organization like and, and Dennis Allen. <laughs> that good riddance oh, I, uh, yeah. that I'm, I'm so glad he's with Denver now. Uh, so Dennis Allen or the Saints organization does that have to deal with that? But it was just just lingering out there. Is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Which we left through all season. And then you know, I was just when I was talking to Clay Travis's people. It's like we got to about the middle point of the season when we lost to Pittsburgh and we were three and seven. And you went, holy cow! We need Sean to get a daggone job. We we you know you can't if this team should have it, it could have tanked and gone you know three and fourteen you ain't got no draft pick it was so about the midpoint of that terrible start you're like wow Sean needs to get a job because this team needs that draft pick and that's just one reason but you're right for so many reasons it was time to move on and I don't think he enjoyed Fox that much and he wanted to coach and got what he wanted it's AFC we don't play him till next year and it's here. Unless we play him in the Super Bowl, and that I can live with. 
Mike, I think, you know, it goes to show how things change so dramatically and sometimes just in a matter of hours in the NFL. Okay, Brock Purdy, they thought maybe he could come back before the start of the season. Now they're talking about this is going to be a long-term injury with Brock. He may be deep into the season now uh, because it's a total reconstruction job. Uh, Okay, you got Trey Lance. You don't know a damn thing about Trey. You really don't. How can you trust uh, him? And so Garoppolo's gone. He's going somewhere else. And you say, well, maybe we could reach out to Brady. And then all of a sudden he, he drops this one. <laughs> so, uh, man, you think about the Eagles, and uh, I give Howie Roseman a lot of credit. He was aggressive this offseason, and he made it work. San Francisco is a team built to win now. With no quarterback. But now the question mark is, what are you going to do at quarterback? Because you gave up a lot of capital, a lot, uh, for Trey Lance. But you don't know anything more about him other than the day before you picked him. Hey, but what do y'all think? Well, what, do you, what do y'all think Aaron Rodgers is? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I was asking you. I don't know. Green Bay, that, you, know, you look at what he's making, $50 million plus, I think somewhere between $50, $60 million. Aaron Rodgers, you never know. He's kind of flaky with the Cal and uh, Berkeley. And, and he's got, I don't know, I might play, I might not play. But I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers' skill set, what would Vegas think if all of a sudden he ended up with 49ers, the 49ers? Wouldn't they be like probably the favorite that that would jump up that much? Because considering the supporting cast, just put one player. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers, people at Vegas would be like, oh, that, that, that's I'm the interested team. to see how Green Bay handles that from this right. standpoint. Do I keep Aaron for one more year and this try to make this work? Or do I deal him now? Deal him now and, and because go, and go maybe with Jordan I can, Love. Maybe I can get something from the Jets. Holly covered yes, it yes. there. I can maybe look out west uh, with the 49ers. Maybe even the, the Raiders. Because wasn't the the buzz for quite some time? Oh, Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady. Now, where are the Raiders? Okay, you can't go back and kiss and make up with, with Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Right. So, you got some openings there all across the board. Uh, I think for the Packers, they may make that decision that, hey, you know, if we get the right deal, Aaron's not going to be here. I think so, too, because I don't think Aaron wants to be there. I mean, it's time. It just feels like it's time. And he wants to go to someone who can win now. San Francisco's clearly in that that realm. So uh, I agree. I, you know, what happens with Aaron will will change not just his team, but right. a couple of teams. Yeah, and that he goes back to the Bay Area. That's where he went to college. You know, it's like almost if you're playing going from New Orleans to Mandeville. You know, you look where Berkeley <laughs> right. and Oakland, yeah. no, you, you just cross the Bay, you know, the East Bay. So uh, that would be attractive. Then the Jets, boy, he could be thinking about this. It's a fantasy. The second coming of Joe Namath, what if Aaron Rodgers – would turn the Jets around. They got a young roster, which is very talented. What if he truly made the Jets relevant? They could be Super Bowl contenders. And and you're in New York? Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, come on. Uh, I I, want to see those storylines. I I want him to to leave Green Bay. Okay, he's been there, done that, whether the 49ers or the Jets. Now, I want probably the Jets to get him in the AFC. To get him out of the NFC, but Aaron Rodgers now, since Tom Brady's gone, I, I, maybe I just like the old quarterback. So whatever, but but I, but I think, <laughs> uh, but, but I but I, I would think that'd be intrigued 
uh, intriguing if Aaron Rodgers would leave the Packers. That is going to be a huge NFL storyline in this offseason. Thanks so much, Mike. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, Hoss. All right, gentlemen. See you soon. All right, eh? Mike Hoss, uh, voice of the New Orleans Saints. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 8. So, Mike, don't you think Aaron Rodgers with the Jets in New York? It'd be like the second coming, like Joe Namath. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.